I'm Brett Chang, and this is your Peak Daily for Friday, February 2nd, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech all in less than seven minutes. Now, Peak Pals, outraged Canadian bargain hunters are saying Value Village? More like Ripoff City, if you ask me. That's because they spotted huge markups on products at the popular thrift store chain. Now, in recent weeks, shoppers have found dollar store items at Value Villages across the country that cost as much as three times more than their original price. As shoppers look for deals to fight the high cost of living, these malignant markups are rubbing some the wrong way. And you know what? We can't blame them. Value Village, it's in the name. They've got to provide some value. Anyways, Peak Pals, besides Value Village pulling a fast one on us, we've got a great episode for you today. For our first story, Canada's rental market breaks a not-so-great record. For our second story, Western Canada grapples with drought and our big picture. For our first story, a new housing report has confirmed a tough truth. Canada's rental market has become more crowded than a gym's weight room in early January. Happy New Year's for those people who have kicked off their fitness New Year's resolution. Now, here's what's driving the news. According to new data from the Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation, both rent prices and the number of empty rental units reached new records last year, creating the tightest rental market the CMHC has ever documented in Canada. The report found that the average price of a two-bedroom apartment shot up 8% nationally, and the vacancy rate fell to a record low of 1.5% in October. A 1.7 boost in rental supply last year was nowhere near enough to keep pace with demand, a dynamic that has driven rent well out of the average renter's price range. This matters because this isn't a record that any country really wants to break. The supply and demand imbalance speaks to how dire Canada's housing affordability issue has become, especially at a time when high interest rates are deterring many Canadians from buying homes. Elevated mortgage interest payments driven by high interest rates are expected to keep driving up shelter costs in both rental and home ownership markets in 2024. The big picture is that the squeezed market has prompted some pretty out-of-the-box thinking on both sides of the rental market. Whether it's Canadians turning to lease swaps, bunk beds, and tiny homes, or developers converting office space into apartments, Calgary, which saw the biggest annual jump in rental prices, launched a program that incentivizes developers to turn underused office towers into residential housing. That brings us to the bottom line. The federal government's move to cap the number of international student visas and offer tax breaks to new rental construction could help ease the pressure in major markets. But with wages still being outpaced by rising rents, it'll be a while until affordability has a chance to be resolved. For our second story... Just like the sober, curious crowd, western provinces are partaking in dry February, though this is not by their own choice. Alberta is talking with major water license holders to sign water-sharing deals as dried-up rivers and reservoirs are primed to devastate the agricultural sector. Now to catch you up, in Alberta, 25,000 organizations and businesses hold licenses allowing them to divert and use water. In total, these license holders control 9.5 billion cubic meters of water. In times of severe drought, the province can negotiate with them to share their valuable H2O. The last time this happened was in the drought of 2001, but this year is set to see the largest negotiation in Alberta's history. That's because the province's driest fall on record has continued into the winter and is threatening to keep going deep into 2024. It matters because securing sharing deals will be crucial to provide farmers with enough water in Alberta's agricultural regions the country's third largest exporter of agri-food products. Alberta needs groundwater as the province is home to the largest area of irrigated land in Canada, most of which is located within southern agricultural districts. 
Now to zoom out. The other western provinces are also going through a dry spell. In BC and Manitoba, the reservoirs that power their hydroelectric grids are running so low that they have begun importing power and, in Manitoba's case, turning to natural gas-fired turbines. While the lights will stay on in these provinces, it paints a picture of challenges for hydro-dependent provinces in a future that will be beset by worsening droughts. The big picture is that these persistent dry conditions, combined with what's set to be another scorcher of a summer, could add another rampant wildfire season. So make sure to save some water for the firefighters, too. And for our big picture, Shaw takeover pinches Rogers' profit. Rogers saw its Q4 revenue grow by 28% to $5.34 billion, but its overall profits actually dropped 35% as high costs from its takeover of Shaw ate into the company's bottom line. Without the costs of the takeover, the Canadian Telecom's quarterly profit grew by 14% compared to last year. Google launches new AI toys. Google dropped a pair of AI-powered gadgets for music, generating sounds and lyrics, as well as an AI image generator that will be incorporated into its Bard chatbot. The music creation tool, called MusicFX, can create entire 70-second tunes with just a text prompt describing the style and subject of the song. Starbucks launches olive oil drinks. The Seattle coffee giant, known more for its work in the pumpkin spice department, has introduced an olive oil-infused coffee called the Olato in North America. The concoction has received mixed reviews, with more than a few customers likening it more to a laxative than a fun morning drink option. That does not sound appetizing, Peak Pals. Anyways, Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice? Give us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Have a great day. When you give me shock, when-